mini-sode. Oh, mini-sode. We were too busy, and so it's just a mini-sode that we were recording in the middle of the day while Dagny is in between meetings. Mm-hmm. What a crazy week it's been, yeah. but it's been Don't good. Don't tell my um, job, but I put that I'm on a on a call uh, as on my a, I mean, you status. are. I, yeah, yeah, I am. It's not a full lie, yeah. but it's not a work call. It is uh, my, you know podcast call um it's a podcast but nobody call. needs to know that who needs to so deal with work work we're coming at you hot with a mini episode because this week was so crazy i was back filming the chronicles of jessica Wu season three we had a pickup day Ooh, is that sirens on your end yeah. for once i'm amazing up in the, on the fourth floor of my very skinny townhouse and i didn't think i would be able to hear <laughs> humble brag from up here. humble brag not so not humble so brag humble. um um yeah, but uh, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to do a mini-sode this week, and then instead of taking next week off for Thanksgiving, you guys are going to get a brand spanking new episode yep. uh, next Wednesday, which will be great. We've got a guest lined up. I'm very excited. Um, but for this, I think Dagny and I are just going to do a little pop culture roundup. What have you been watching this week? What have you been liking? And I think, Dagny, we can come in hot because two days ago I saw Eternals. Oh, I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet. I went and saw a different movie, but... Because of the name of the guest that I think we have next week, uh, not confirmed yet, I'm going to save the movie that I saw. So dumb. I get this whole <laughs> joke. Um, um, just for the bit of talking about it next week, because I, I have watched well, other I, things. But go ahead. I know Eternals. Well, you gave me hot takes on Eternals the other day when I saw you, and I thought you'd seen it. I guess you just told me like who the main character was. I don't think that was me. I don't think I talked to you about this. Are you sure? You didn't talk about Eternals at all no. to me. Have I even seen okay. you in person? No, but <laughs> I thought I had... Do you have I a fever dream this. that I told you I about? I thought you had seen it. No, I have not seen um, Eternals. I have no opinions um, on it. Well, I do recommend it, especially if you're a Marvel fan. It just... the It's long. It is two minutes longer than Whoa, Doom. Oh, okay. Um, which, uh... It feels like it. Wow. That I mean, being that said, makes sense. The s- there's a lot of characters. And that's kind of where it, 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 as much as I did like it, and I think if you're a Marvel fan, you should check it out because it's also going to be hugely important to going oh. forward to like big deal crossover Marvel stuff. It's also like, you it know, just, a, a Game of Thrones reunion. Oh my God. <laughs> that got the, one of the biggest laughs in my theaters early on in the movie they meet each other. Mm. It's like, who's this? And Rob Stark is like, oh, shake, they shake, they shake hands and say, nice to meet you. And the whole audience laughs. laughs. Like it's fully on purpose. That's funny. Um, no, it's, it's the first hour has some really significant pacing issues. Uh-huh. And so much is happening. The other thing, and this is a big, uh, this was a big red flag for me. The movie starts, it's black screen. And then words show up and it says, in the beginning, and I was like, okay, cool. And then in the beginning goes up and then a paragraph comes up from the bottom of the screen. We got a Star Wars scroll? And then a se- yeah, but not, 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 you know how in Star Wars, it's just usually like setting time and place for what's about to happen right yeah. now. This was like, let's explain the plot so we can jump into it. Like it could have been done with like voiceover and showing it to us, but instead mm-hmm. it's like Eternals were sent to the planet Earth thousands of years ago to fight these things called deviants. Deviants are this thing. Eternals are this thing. Celestials are this thing. Mm-hmm. This is who these All right, ready? You guys understand? Are you good? Here's another paragraph just to make sure. And now we begin. And it just it was so clunky. And then after that, the world building is fairly clunky because um they jump back and forth between 
Like it opens with like 7,000 years ago, Mesopotamia or whatever, and then jumps to modern times. And then it keeps jumping back to various places in history and then going back to the modern plot. And I think because of how grand this movie is in scale, I would have liked, I think, honestly, like a chronological eternal story throughout Ah, history. But instead we kept getting flashbacks and jumps around while also trying to introduce us to nine or ten new characters. Um, Mm. Now that being said, when they finally get all back together, um, they're like, click, they're like great together. They're all, it's fantastic. But that's the thing is like, is the movie a big epic time scaling adventure or is it an ensemble comedy piece? It tries to be both. Um, Now that being said, some great characters I really like. Um, I didn't look up if Gemma Chan pronounces her name Gemma or Gemma. I'm sorry if you're listening, um, but she's full on the lead of the movie. Cersei is the lead of the film. Uh, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if you know this, Danny, but you know that Angelina Jolie is a really good actress. I did know that actually. I've seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> um, every second of screen time, she's phenomenal. And she's so good. Maleficent. I can't think of a time when she's bad. She's always no. Great. There isn't. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. Um, we also get. Uh, the most comedic relief from our man Kumail Nanjiani oh yes who um, is just hilarious beginning to end loved him loved him loved him and then we have Brian Tyree Henry as Fastos who is the uh, inspiration for the Greek god Hephaestus and he is our first gay Marvel superhero Mm. and as soon they took he is in the very beginning of the movie and then he's not in it for like another hour 15 but when we finally pick him back up and he joins the squad, that's when the whole movie clicks. Uh, um, okay. And he's so good and also so gay. And I was so happy. And he's <laughs> got a husband and a son. Aww. And he's like a, a, a fretting dad. And he kisses his husband before they leave. And I was like, thank God. Good job, um, Marvel. Yeah. Uh, but it's just there's so much happening. And I think coming from Dune... Um, where Dune does so much world building at pace, mm-hmm. like the world building is happening as the action is happening. This felt like they kept stopping to build the world. Oh. All right, and now action. All right, hold on. You have to know this. Give us a second. Let us explain this. Okay, now we're going to do more action. And when it catches up to itself, it's great. Mm. Um, oh, and uh, his name is Ma Dong Seok. He plays Gilgamesh. He's another one of the Eternals. Um, he's a star. He's Aww. so good. Cool. Um, yeah. He's a South Korean actor, or well, South Korean American. Um, he goes by Don Lee, is like his American stage name. Okay. Um, he's phenomenal. Uh, my only other big note is not enough Selma. Oh, Hayek. I didn't even realize she was in it. Yeah, because she's she's not in as much, and every time she's on screen, you're like Selma Hayek's in this movie, and she's like not for long. Uh, um, she's like bouncing in and out, peeking in and little fly. Like I missed I missed her, but hey, Angelina Jolie's great. Yeah, it's definitely, it's all of the problems that the critics are critiquing it for are accurate. Now, you have to take that with a grain of salt because it also got review bombed for the gay characters. People were like, giving it down votes just because gay people were in it. So, like, it's hard to, yeah, Um, it's hard to critique to, like, talk about the, like, audience score of it all because there's Mm -hmm. no way that's accurate. There's no way. Uh, Okay. Hmm. Well, but uh, uh, well, at the there's the last thing I want to say is just at the very end there's kind of like implication wink wink that it, when we see the Eternals again it will be not on Earth it'll be more closely aligned with like the Guardians of the Galaxy side of the Marvel universe oh, and they make more sense there okay. and so that 
that makes me excited. Nice. Um, I also want to see Angelina Jolie meet Groot and <laughs> Rocket. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, watch it because Marvel and uh, the last post credit scene um, set up a film that we have had no news about in a while. So I was very hyped oh, for that. What? Just say it. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, okay. It's, uh, all right. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening, hit the little jump 10 seconds ahead button right now. Blade. Oh, okay. Fun. Um, we got a little Blade stinger in the post credit scene. So I'm I'm hoping we get some more news about that. It looks like Kit Harrington is going to be in Blade. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of Marvel. Yeah. Give me some shit. Marvel adjacent news. Okay. Dagny's eyes just got so wide, just, like her coworkers got, all just figured out what she was no, doing. No, I've had like three people basically ask me things, and I'm like, give me a few minutes. Uh, they can, they can wait. Hilarious. They can absolutely wait. So speaking of Marvel news, um, an actor that is in the Marvel Universe is now universally hated uh, for at least a couple weeks until it dies down, and that's Jake Gyllenhaal. Billy, have you been following this? <laughs> this is so funny. This is my segue, and I think it works. I, um, I know. This is gonna be... I know so little about. Oh, I do all too, and this. I'm going to talk out my ass. Like I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I have no idea what the actual story is, but I just think it's hilarious that Taylor Swift's like dropping my version of Red to because of Scooter that whole drama. Because this, I oh also, Popmus fans, we might try and do like a pop culture recap every like once a month or something we'll see how yeah. it works out um mostly just because booking guests uh with our schedules has become a little tricky uh but eh. Eh, yeah we do prefer to have guests but sometimes billy and i just need to right. chat because we never speak outside of this i'm just kidding that's true not at all <laughs> nope i don't even have his phone number um anyway taylor swift has dropped her album which red came out like 2012 yeah yeah so like almost a decade ago this all went down and the internet is just shitting on jake gyllenhaal she's past it but her 10 minute version of all too well her song which is about jake gyllenhaal she i i saw some tiktoks or one tiktok specifically that was like original all too well version I remember the times we had some good times, some bad times. I saw this one. And then it was like Jake Gyllenhaal or uh, all too well, 10 minute version. This piece of shit. He took my scarf. <laughs> he only dates Do you 20 year olds. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then another TikTok that was. I um, followed Maggie all of Gyll this entirely through TikTok. It's because by TikTok, the way. like 80% of it is about red right now. Uh, I'm also getting a spam call right now. What in the hell? Okay, everybody calm down. <laughs> Nobody needs calm me down. this badly right now. It, it can wait. Um, a joke about Maggie Gyllenhaal having, being gifted a scarf, um, which I think that it's like a euphemism for like, they hooked up at Maggie's house <laughs> um, oh. in part of the song. Uh, it's it. I am living for this because I'm like, yeah, let's shit on Jake Gyllenhaal. Why not? Um, and it's all going to blow over, I think, like in less than a month. But it's yeah. so funny that it's like a decade ago this breakup happened and everybody is so heated, except for Taylor. Taylor's like, <laughs> whatever, it's, money. It is absolutely <laughs> hilarious to me. I also, I fully stumbled on a TikTok of a woman um, breaking down the symbolism in the music video. I haven't watched one point, the video yet. Well, at one point in the video, there's a Spider-Man kiss, like an upside down oh, Spider-Man kiss. And she was like, and this is because Jake Gyllenhaal dated Kristen Dunst, Kirsten Dunst back 
when she was doing Spider-Man and in those movies. And they like explained the Spider-Man kiss, but then I got really angry because she was like, and then in Spider-Man 2, Kirsten Dunst's character kisses this man. It's her fiance in Spider-Man 2, who's not Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker. It's like kisses him upside down because she's trying to recapture the passion. She's trying to recapture the moment. And when she kisses him, it's disappointing because there's not that spark again. And I was like, did you even see Spider-Man 2? She's kissing him because she's trying to figure out if he's Spider-Man. She needs to know if he's Spider-Man. Like, it's not because she wants to recapture the magic. It's because she wants to know if she's dating Spider-Man. No, it's Peter, MJ. It's Peter. It's always been Peter. And I just got mad at her analysis for being um, not nerdy. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Yeah, so I've slowly been making my way through listening to Red because I don't know if I ever really even listened to the first one other than like two or three of the songs of the original version but yeah i've been listening to taylor's version it's pretty good it's got some good stuff on there uh and i just think that's very funny pop culture news and then uh it's 11 11 right now billy make a wish if you're listening make a wish why not okay uh my wish was i wish uh my coworkers would chill the hell out and stop messaging me that's um, hilarious my other pop culture thing just because i'm very 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 late to the Yo, game. go decades i have decades one more late. too um Cool, we're gonna we're gonna get through this. So there's a board game called I think Who Goes There. I should know because I played it for six hours yesterday. Um, It's a long board game, um, and it is based on the film The Thing from 1982. Amazing. um, With Kurt Russell drinking a lot of alcohol, trying to defeat this thing. Um, And if you don't know what it is, an alien comes to Antarctica in the shape of a dog. That's not a spoiler. It's the first scene. Um, And if it's alone in a room with you and in the dark, there's some rules to it. It can get a perfect impression of you and shapeshift into you and then, you know, infect other people. Um, And yeah, the movie was really entertaining. I hadn't seen it before. And I watched it Saturday night to prepare for this board game that John's Incredible. friend wanted to play. Uh, there was a board game that was called The Thing that I don't know when it came out, but it was like relatively, re- I guess, recently, within the last few years, maybe. I don't know. I should have done a little more research on this. But that game is no longer in print because they did not have the rights to The Thing, <laughs> the game makers. So like the one, the you can buy it for like $800 because there's no more copies of it. Amazing. Um, but who goes there is technically based off the book, the thing, um, which is still Loop the holes. same characters, but and same premise. But it was there's I will say a lot of rules. It took us a while to get the game moving. Um, okay. And we even like played it kind of wrong. We realized at the end, but it was still very fun. Um, it was kind of like Secret Hitler or Mafia if it was six hours long. Um, <laughs> and it, it sounds like it was a lot and it was a lot, but it was a it was a really good time, especially once you get to because I was the thing first. I picked up the infection card. You kind of you keep it a secret, but then you can do like a a, a big like reveal. And um, there's these things called vulnerability cards and that's in the stack there's one infection card of like 25 or 30 cards and the other ones are just blank and if you have however many blank uh vulnerability cards you have um is how many people you can like mix up the deck with so basically you just shuffle your cards and you fan them out everybody picks one so you if we played it correctly i would have stayed infected we didn't read it i thought that i got rid of it 
Um, and then the gotcha. whole time you have this like because there's three phases. I'm so, this game was really fun, but I, it is going to take me a second to explain why it's fun. <laughs> there's three phases, and in each phase there's a sleep phase, and you have to pick a bunk buddy. And if you don't, you get a strike. If you get three strikes, you're dead. Um, but your bunk buddy, if they're infected, you become infected. So yeah. you don't know until you decide. I was playing with my boyfriend, and when I had four cards, he was like, I'm so sorry. I will not bunk with you. <laughs> you have the highest probability of having drawn a card. Uh, uh-huh. And he was correct to think that because I was trying to uh, trick him into uh, being my bunk buddy so I could infect more people. And then it didn't work. Nobody wanted to bunk with me. I had to bunk alone. And then I did that mass hysteria confusion by spreading out the cards and then my boyfriend became the thing and i learned he is too good of a liar oh oh (laughs) no he concealed didn't feel very well that whole game to the point where at the end ben and i john's roommate were the only people that we knew for certain because john also did the little fan out at the end um we were the only ones who knew for certain we were not infected. So we were going to get on the helicopter and then yeah. we were trying to decide who of the other three players we could take with us because we needed their points to get on the helicopter. Okay. We, so John had fanned out his cards like last round. So it was, we had no, we had done a blood test, figured out it was John. Um, not real blood test. It's a card. you play. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then John did the little switcheroo of like, we didn't know which one of the three. And Ben, John was acting very casual, um, and he, uh, we decided that he, there's, there, the probability of him having the infection card, not gonna happen, he's probably safe to come on the helicopter, he was acting very, very chill, very normal John, uh, we get on the helicopter, he puts his points in, and then he says, haha, you're all dead. And he was infected. So it took six hours and then nobody won except for John. <laughs> That's so <laughs> was the funny. Thing. Uh, but it was really fun. It, it, yeah, Do you think a, it would have taken YouTube... six hours if if you guys stayed infected? Do you think that was why it took so long was because you dragged maybe, it out? Maybe. We're going to try playing it again. Um, okay. It was also like every time we played something, we had to look it up in the rule book to like make sure that yes. what we were doing. Are we doing this? How's yes. this card work? I um, get that. Yeah, because you're also building things. It's mostly about survival, but the infection part comes in later on. Um but I do recommend it. The YouTube tutorial of how to play this game is over an hour long. <laughs> um, but yeah. And I mean, if you don't want to play this game, I would just, I would watch the thing. It was a fun watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's my, I think that's kind of my wrap up. Yeah. That's cool. Stuff. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to watch classic horror films because I haven't seen like any of them. And this nice. was a fun jumping off point. So yeah. Um, yeah, Billy, I do have to get back to work soon. So can you do your other pop culture it's thing so real fast. quick? <laughs> it's so fast. I just want to talk about how Doctor Who is back. Um, oh, yes. Doctor Who is back on TV. It's airing right now. We just had the third episode come out last night, so we haven't watched it yet. Um, it's Jodie's final season, kind of, because they're doing the season, and then she's doing, I think, two specials, maybe three specials after this. Nice. Um, but so far, it's like, it's. I'm really excited. It's like my favorite season of hers so far. Amazing. Um, long story short. It. Long story short, um, um, they're doing like they're pulling from classic who this season is only six episodes because of COVID, mm-hmm. um, but it's one story. So even though every episode has its own like standalone adventure, every episode ends on a cliffhanger and there's one plot going through all six episodes. Uh, um, okay. 
so I think it's just called Doctor Who Flux Part One, Part Two, Part Three, Part Four, Part Five, Part Six. Um, gotcha. It's very interesting. I'm intrigued by what's going on. Um, the new companion is really funny. Plus, he's from Liverpool, so he's got a great accent. Um, mm. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, "Can we go back? I don't know what he said." Um, <laughs> but he's great. We so it's it's his name is Dan, and so it's Dan and Yaz, and um, oh, Yaz okay. is a fully fleshed out, fully realized character because she's been on the show for two seasons. Jody feels really settled into the Doctor, and um, I really like watching her. I always have, but like, I just really like watching her choices. So if you I don't know. I don't know why. People kind of got off of Jody, and it seems like it's all rooted in sexism. Because people are like, oh, God, they changed the world. They changed the rules last season. And I was like, Russell and Steve and Moffat did that every two seasons. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Doctor Who has no rules and no continuity. That's why it's Doctor Who. But mm. um, pick it up with, uh, you can honestly just jump in. Maybe watch the Christmas special. Well, that wasn't that important. Christmas special. I just wrote off Ryan and Graham. They mm-hmm. they left the show. But uh, um uh, Doctor Who Flux, I love it. And I can't wait to see what we do with, with the final run of Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor because it's been Yay! a blast. Yeah, I love her. Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Um, I was also going to say, probably with the holidays coming up, we will, uh, just a warning, probably miss uh, a week or two. In Christmas, yeah. Christmas. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. So, sorry in advance. Um, oh, and, um, and this week or next week, this is just, I want to announce this before we forget, I am back on Franchiseography with Nick Jimenez and Scott Corelli. They oh. are in the middle of their Wes Anderson series, and I will be on, mm. I already recorded it a while ago, but I'm on the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou episode. Your favorite so movie. If you wanna, yeah, if you want to hear me very excitedly talking about probably my favorite film of all time, check out the upcoming franchiseography about The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. I'm um, also going to be on that coming up. I don't know when. Uh, it'll be I a bit. About... they got to finish all the Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, but... I talked about Twilight. Please check it out. It's a long episode because... I got real passionate um, just because I watched all of them. It was so silly. We've already talked about it. Um, I think that's all the announcements uh, I have. I think, yeah, that's, that's about yeah. it. Um, I'm hosting you... a, I'm hosting a gay uh, stand-up comedy show at the comedy Chateau on Friday, the 19th. Oh, um, sick. Fun. Uh, they asked me to do that, which was cool. Um, it's called out of the closet. Come check that out. They are donating to an LGBT foundation portion of the ticket sales. Um, and then, Saturday night, I'm hosting a red carpet event for Camille Solari's daughter, which oh, might fun. be might be insane. We'll see, but that could be um, cool too. I do want to say because uh, I just realized this is going to come out on uh, Wednesday, November seventeenth. So happy birthday, Dad! It's Dad's birthday today. The, the when this happy is birthday, RuPaul. <laughs> oh yes, yes, he shares a birthday with RuPaul. So, um, but yes, happy birthday, Dad! I already have your gift. I'll give it to you when I'm in Oklahoma. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's everything. That works. You got to get back to work. Works yes, for me. Yes, I do have to get back to work. I have several Slack notifications, but people can chill. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, and I, I mean, just to plug, if email us with your hot takes, but also email us how if you feel like we should do pop culture recaps because we'll see if we yeah. want to keep up with doing that. Um, it's kind of fun. Billy and I can just chat for like a little thirty minute episode. Um, quick little drive to listen to this this mini sode. So, yeah, email us at popsmithspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram for updates on upcoming shows, at, which is also just popsmithspod. And like, subscribe, comment, uh, give us five stars, all that jazz. Uh, I hadn't looked at our, like, specs in a while. We've had a lot of listeners, so hello, everybody. Thanks yeah. for listening. 
and if you haven't caught up on all of our previous episodes, go check them out. We're coming out up coming up on our one year anniversary of this little podcast we're doing. Yeah. Um, which is very exciting. Um, and I think did I get everything? I think Good so. Enough. I got to go back to work, which sucks. I would rather keep doing this. But uh, <laughs> love you all. Have a wonderful week. Happy Pop Miss Day. Uh, Billy, say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Farewell. Bye-bye. Bye.